I forgot that if you pause, it restarts. Hello, and welcome to a special episode of First Geek 411, um, where we are going to be looking at Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is a spoiler cast, and with me, spoiling the whole movie for everyone who's listening that hasn't seen it yet, is Chris Nicolay. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm excited. I love this movie, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, too. I was very pleasantly surprised at, at the movie as a whole, so. Um. So as we said, this is a spoiler cast. That means this is no holds bar. Um, we will be talking about anything and everything. So if you haven't seen the movie yet and you do not want it ruined before you go and see it, you should stop listening. You have been warned. Spoiler alert, Spider-Man dies. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and so. Um, so, yeah, let's get let's get into it. Chris, what was. Um, you said that you liked the movie. What were some of the the things that you liked about it? What were your overall impressions? Some of my favorite parts were that um, it's they, it really a lot of pressure from everything that is happening in you know like I, I mentioned in last week's episode that it was just more enjoyable, as lighthearted, um, relieved a lot of the tension from the Infinity War ending and. Yeah, um, it explain it gave us an explanation of why mm-hmm. um, Ant Man isn't in Infinity War as well, um, and essentially like also like the aftermath of it, it's it was just all in all good storytelling um, and really good humor, um, and like the humor wasn't like like you didn't need to know much. For the humor, yeah, is also like it just fits with their. It also just really fit with their characters. Um, everything that happened, yeah. Overall, I I really liked how they very much couched this as an MCU movie. Like they're like one of the things that happens is that the Wasp gets mad at Ant Man for not asking her to come and help. Um, mm-hmm. during Civil War, um, but also that you do not. Like, oh, then spoilers at the end with it couching in Infinity War. Um, I really like that. But I also liked how you don't need that context. This definitely feels like a movie you can watch on its own. Yeah. There's no Infinity Stones. There's no... It's a very self-contained story, which I think is really cool, especially for this comedy approach that they did. Which made sense. Like, even with the original Ant-Man, they had a really good comedic approach to it. Um uh the character scott just i think it it'd be weird to see him be mm-hmm. super serious like um in general his character seems to like light want to lighten the mood like i don't think i mean yeah he has a serious moments here and there especially pertaining to his family and stuff but all in all, mm-hmm. I think it'd be weird to see him try to be serious. But yeah, let's go ahead and just jump into, I guess, major plot points. Um, so your kind of perceived primary villain is Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, she obviously has some ability of she has the fa- ability to phase um, on the quantum level. Yeah. Um, so she could pass through solids. Um, 
I also have my biggest problems with the ghost in terms of this plot. Um, because, but we'll get into that later. Yep. Um, but the real baddie is actually Sunny. That no, not Sunny. Whatever. Um, black market tech dealer. Yeah, kind of generic bad guy. Generic bad guy who just wants the quantum stuff to sell it. Um, he wants to tap into quantum energy or whatever. Um, which, like, ideally, like, business-wise, it makes sense. Like, that should be, mm-hmm. like, something we are seeking, like, they should be seeking to do with their ability to enter the quantum realm. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah but it, it, it's, a, it's pretty much just a plot point just to move things forward. Yeah, exactly. Um, the biggest plot though is you know uh so scott is on so what happens is scott runs away with captain cap yeah cap as his friends call him (laughs) as his friends call him um to fight in the avengers civil or you know fight iron man civil war in germany yep go to goes to germany gets there he gets caught gets put on house arrest um for breaking the whatever treaty uh yeah, the Sokovian Accords. Sokovian Accords, that's it. Um, gets put on house arrest for two years, three years. I think it's two years. And he's two years at, and a year the probation. takes place in the last three days of his being on house arrest. Yep. Of course. Of course. Because um, there has to be that tension as you're about to get off house arrest. So Makes sense. Um, but it's just super funny. He's like, he, like, it opens up like he's just playing with his daughter and then he accidentally breaks a perimeter fence. Mm-hmm has to go through all the fbi stuff um really like the first like opening scenes are like, does a really good job um the fbi agent in charge of him provides a lot of humor he's just like yeah, a straight laced asian <laughs> yeah yeah jimmy and he's he does such a good job with his character mm-hmm. like um especially at the end but we'll get to that later <laughs> um but yeah so he does that. He he's also like been working to start a new company called XCon, X-Con Security. Yep, yeah. security firm. Um, and he's been doing all this from home because he can't yeah. leave. Because he can't leave with the Wombats, which are the three possibly best side characters of any MCU movie. Completely agree. And so they're trying to basically just make it on their own, trying to. I mean, to the best of their ability, live on the straight and narrow, mm-hmm. um, which, of course, ends up with them not living on the straight and narrow because it's just kind of how they are as characters. But um, it's, it's really cool. And I think that the idea of them trying to start this company was a lot of really cool plot. It kind of because it's, it's one of those things that sometimes MCU movies like it feels like people's lives don't move forward in between films. And so I really like that that touch of, well, it's been two years. Like they can't just all be doing the same things and just chilling at people's houses still. Mm-hmm. What have they been up to? Oh, they started this company. And I think that that was a really cool world building type of thing. It's not overly relevant for the plot, but is really interesting and really cool. Well, and also like they picked the right characters to mm-hmm. do it with too. Like it made sense. Um, whatever so they were awesome people but also so it turns out that hope's mother janet van dyne the original wasp 
Yep, the original Wasp is possibly still alive and has pot, pot and potentially interacted with Scott when he entered the quantum realm the first time from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Hank has been working on a way to locate her and find her because when based on the idea after Scott enters the quantum realm and comes back that it's still possible that she survived it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes exciting so that's the primary thing that the primary goal of the good guys essentially of the protagonists in this movie is to potentially rescue janet um and get hope her mom back yep and so they use the word quantum a lot in this movie it's like there's a lot of quantum entanglement quantum bridge quantum all of these things um but now it's a it's kind of funny to see them kind of just slap that on on a lot of things but well, um, they also make the joke, or at least Scott does. Mm-hmm. You guys just like throw quantum on yeah. everything, like the joke that <laughs> you just put quantum in front of anything and mm-hmm. it becomes a thing. Yeah. And so they're trying to build this quantum tunnel, which is how um, um, Hank Pym and Hope meet um, Sonny, our main, that main businessy villain. Um, they've been buying black market parts off of him to build this tunnel. Um, and they go to buy this last piece and then he basically tells them he wants in on whatever it is that they're doing. Um, they don't want to do that. A fight ensues. Um, and that's kind mm-hmm. of where the the movie kicks off. Well, and then how they get reintroduced to Scott is essentially um, while testing their stuff, um, they their early tests, they open the quantum tunnel. It does short, but that little bit allows janet to connect with scott essentially through a dream kind of thing um and scott then pulls out a burner phone that he's not supposed to have and contacts them and then they kidnap him because they obviously feel like like he's an important piece he becomes this important piece because it turns out that janet had turned him into an antenna for her Mm -hmm. to hack essentially yeah (laughs) um Um, and there's some really good jokes with that i really liked the like the vision that Janet gives um, that Janet gives Scott is this like her playing hide and seek with hope when she was little and hope always would hide in this one cabinet. And when hope's recounting this, he goes, I don't think you understood hide and seek. <laughs> yep. Because there's always in the same cabinet. <laughs> and so, and then there's also a good scene later on in the movie where um, Janet, Janet is basically takes over able, Scott. Yeah. And so it's her being like excited to see her husband and her daughter and they're all holding hands. Um, and then and Scott she, comes back in like the <laughs> the connection breaks and <laughs> like. Oh, so it, good. It's good, so, good it's, humor. It, yeah. Good quantum uh, humor. Yeah. And so doing all of this, um, Pim reaches out to a former partner named Bill Foster to t- try to help them locate some parts um, because their lab gets stolen by ghost. So not to locate the parts, but to locate the lab oh, itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get some yeah. parts to get the lab. Yeah. So they can locate the lab because they need an old suit, which conveniently Scott had and didn't destroy, even though he told everybody he destroyed it. Yep. So. Um, also, during this time, Scott does get a new suit from Hank um, that is riddled with glitches. Yeah. And so he would um, get which really also <laughs> yeah. gives into the humor of it. Like he gets stuck small. He gets stuck large. He yep. can't control when he gets goes big or small um all these things just keep happening and 
Yeah. And there's a good scene from the movie. It was in some of the trailers where he gets stuck at like three feet tall. Mm -hmm. So he's not ant sized, but he's also not normal person. And so he's this little kid. Um, And so there's some good jokes that ensue because of that. And, um, but eventually they track down the lab. They find out that um, that ghost has it and they find her inside this weird containment type thing. Um, and the big twist her happens here. Not really mm-hmm. a twist, but the. Uh, Hank's old partner. Um, turns out or sorry. So Bill Foster turns out to. Uh, be in cahoots with ghost. Yeah, he's he's essentially her foster dad um, or adopted father figure after. Um, her original her biological father died, um, essentially trying to create the quantum bridge. Which it turns tunnel. out that the suit is not what allows her to phase, but her herself is what's phasing. Yeah. Like in and out constantly. And it sounds, and apparently it's painful. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, this is my biggest uh, plot hole here. Um, in terms of like the world building, phasing wouldn't only happen laterally, it also happened vertically. Yeah. That, that's um, definitely so, a, a... like her her instability with phasing would cause her to essentially pass through the earth. Yep. I, yeah, that's definitely one of those problems. Um, we find out that she's been an agent of shield and that's kind of how she's gotten her combat training, but she's conveniently never been mentioned before. It seems like a secret shield agent that could phase through things would have come up before. Also. Well, I mean, it's also a good point because like, also don't forget like, they do like at least in terms of the overall MCU, we do they do mention the instability like shield having problems. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like Ghost was possibly essentially a Hydra agent unknowingly. Mm. In my opinion. I could see that for sure. Like before Shield went all like completely rogue, she was essentially being used by the Hydra side underground of Shield. And that's why she also wouldn't have been mentioned. That makes sense. My theory. Um, don't take it from me. No, I'm joking. Don't take it from um, but yeah, essentially, her father had stolen Hank's stuff. Um, although she believes that he was on wrong. He, mm-hmm. It was his stuff. Um, but it is it is, in fact, Hank's technology. Yeah. And it is one of those um, things that is kind of up in the air of it. You do have to different interpretations and Hank has shown not to be the most unbiased person when it comes to his view of events. And so, right. But he also seems to have a better grasp of the technology, which helps me believe that helps me believe his side more than others, I guess. But, but yeah, also like also with a ghost or Ava's character, um, I have a feeling that Hank and Hope would have helped her if they just asked. They love that quantum stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> like they would have figured something else out. But Bill's like, nope, we're going to do it this way and possibly tear Janet apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it progresses. Um, essentially, like big battles happen over the the lab. Finally, though, they do get to the point where they have enough time. Um, Hank goes into the quantum realm, pulls Janet out. Um, and turns out being spending 10 years in the quantum realm, 30 years, possibly 30. Yeah, sorry. 
30 years in the quantum realm possibly gives you superpowers. Yep. She has the ability to at least temporarily heal, um, heal ghost. And so, um, yeah. Yep. And so she's able to, um, and then they, like, I, I kind of liked this. It's not really a twist, but this, this idea of like that ghost isn't a villain. She's really just trying right. to not die. Cause basically it, it's, it's kind of similar to like shadow cat, um, or kitty pride from X-Men of like, because of the nature of her powers, her, her body is continually breaking apart and it's getting harder and harder for her to, for, on a cellular level to stay together. Yeah. And so she's really just trying, like she doesn't want to hurt people. She just wants to not die. It, yeah, it's, it's really it's really Bill's fault, Bill Foster's fault that she is as bent on everything. Like he proposed a solution and proposed it as the only solution. Yeah. Instead of, you know, he knew people that could have helped and probably would have. Like like obviously this is an important thing to take care of. Um and then she just took it and ran with it. Um yeah. And then. Yeah, so then we get to the end, like essentially that wraps up like the overall. So they get her out. Uh, Janet heals Ava. Um, oh, uh, also, one of my favorite things is the truth serum. Yes. So it's a truth serum. Truth serum no, joke. it's different. It, Walks like a duck, talks like a duck. It definitely sounds like a truth serum. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a psychoactive whatever. And then like right at the end with Sonny and his goons, um, apparently they've been injected with this stuff they were going to use on. Uh, oh, what are their names in the movie? Lewis, oh, yeah. Dave, and Kurt. Right? Yeah. So Lewis, it's like, the oh, they don't feel anything. Oh, that's a lie. It is a truth serum <laughs> like early in the movie. And then so now the person who developed the contraction is under this like it is a truth serum mm-hmm. right at the end. It was, just brought it all in. Also, like the undercarriage jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that scene real quick, actually, where Lewis is uh, truth serum being interrogated under the truth serum. Yeah. <laughs> so um they're trying to get Scott's location out of him. <laughs> so where does, where does, what does Lewis dive into? How he met Scott in prison mm-hmm. and what type of emotional state he was in at the time. <laughs> he was in a bad place yeah. <laughs> and all that. It was just this great, and like you couldn't stop him. All oh, Lewis is just a phenomenal character. Kept him throughout this random scene. Um, I was cracking up the entire time. He's like, oh, he's in a, and then finally, where is he literally? Where is he? And so it's a really good scene. I, I liked the joke of that. One of the other guys makes of uh, once you open the bottle, you got to let the water flow or something like that. Yeah. Um, so you can't put it back in the bottle. And so I like that. Of like, well, you asked him a question and he's just going. And so I, I thought that was a really cool thing. Um, and so it's what else they, yeah, they, they, you mentioned the undercarriage jokes and I liked their like, Oh, that's just a ripoff. It's clearly to get to clear salt off for our nerd the Northern countries or the Northern States. <laughs> then later they go on. Oh, it's an ugly undercarriage. Yep. 
stuff like undercarriage cleaning and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just so random because like they shriek down um, mm-hmm. with Lewis in the car and he looks up and under this vehicle and sees the undercarriage. He's like, ugh. So, and that pretty much brings us to the plot. Um, we get mm-hmm. the first post credit scene or during credit scene. Um, Scott goes back into the quantum well realm with the help of Hope, um, Hank and um, Janet to get this healing stuff that's that's conveniently in the quantum realm realm it's probably somewhat where janet got her powers from i think it's mostly just quantum energy like that they were going to extract from janet and they call it the healing particles because of the nature they're using Mm -hmm. it that's mostly how i see it yeah and so um scott goes in um he collects the stuff and radios out um for them to bring him out and there's radio silence. And then the camera pans around outside. It goes over their stations. And we see the dust of where they are as Thanos just snapped. And so we found out that all three of them, including Janet, who the whole movie was about saving, is now dead. And Scott is now stuck in the quantum realm. So. Bum, bum, bum. But... Also, right before he goes in, Janet does mention to avoid time vortexes. Conveniently. Conveniently (laughs) mentions to avoid prime vortexes. So how important is Ant-Man going to be for, say, saving everybody? So I have theory is, is that he will use the time vortex to get out. Not only that, coming out in a time before the snap possibly resetting some events or using some type of time, like change mm-hmm. in it to make sure everyone's still alive. I don't know who knows, but I have a feeling time vortex will be important. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think that we will see um, like one of the rumored plot points for Avengers four is that there will be some degree of time travel because there are scenes from the first Avengers movie that Scott Lang is at and he was not in the MCU yet. And so if, uh, and then like a lot of the Avengers have some sort of mechanism on their wrist. And so people are thinking that that is some sort of time travel thing that they have to do. Um, and this is what is essentially what Dr. Strange saw um, as the one possible outcome. And so they're fighting to, to get that. Um, we don't know exactly what that's going to mean, or even if that's true, but that is one of the prevailing theories at the moment. Yeah, it also really helps up the importance of why Tony Stark was necessary mm-hmm. to survive um, because he's the one that's going to have the essentially the know-how of whatever to to use the technology that Scott's mm-hmm. using to pass through, potentially to bring either old Avengers into the future or whatever ends up happening. I don't know. I'm yeah. excited, though. And so... So much is happening. Yep. Overall, um, I mean, like, as we said at the beginning, I think it's a really good movie. I think they did a good job, um, both with the humor, um, but also with the overall story, feeling like an Ant-Man and the Wasp story. Like, it feels yeah. like Scott helping Hope and Hank to rescue Janet. It really feels like that that type of story. It doesn't feel like it has the weight of, like, Civil War or winter soldier or even like thor ragnarok like it feels almost inconsequential which is kind of cool like that's kind of fun like we'll, we'll see how the 
plot details matter, I'm sure. But it's definitely one of those things that comparatively it feel it's kind of refreshing how little it feels like it matters in the grand MCU. And so, and I like that we get to see them still kind of doing that type of stuff. Obviously they wouldn't spend millions of dollars mm-hmm. making a movie that wasn't relevant, but um, I definitely liked that about it. Um, effects were really good. Like they did and, and kind of similar to the first one. They did a great job with the CGI of things shrinking. Um, it's kind of like a hot wheels car motif throughout the movie. And so I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I mean, a lot of it was in the trailers. There's definitely some comedy moments that I definitely think were ruined by the trailer of like the Pez dispenser and stuff like that, that I think could have been really funny plot points, but the joke was kind of ruined. And so, but overall I liked it. I also liked that the humor was different than Thor Ragnarok's. Like I thought it was, it was, like that's what I like. Like the humor is Scott f- made mm-hmm. for Ant Man. Like it is Scott Lang's right. humor, kind of thing. It fits with his character. Whereas the humor in Thor Ragnarok was Thor's right. humor. Like it is targeted toward his experience and everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had one complaint about the movie, and I'm trying to remember what it was now. Oh. We kind of hit on it earlier. My, my biggest complaint is that um, in their kind of quest to not have Ghost be this big bad, you have Sonny in the movie and he does just feel so generic. Like he references yeah. this buyer who wants the technology, but we never get what that's a reference to um, or if that's even a real thing or if it's just kind of a general, I have a buyer who would like this. Um, he, Yeah, and he's like, like he's so bent mm-hmm. on it like it's such a ridiculous thing and he conveniently has fbi yeah that, that are working for him um and several things it's just like okay there's no actual development there and whatever which wasn't necessary like he was more so just kind of he's a plot point which a necessary kind of evil in terms mm-hmm. of this movie um but i would have yeah, I, but, I really liked Ghost. Um, we mentioned before that she's not really a villain. Um, and I, I really liked that, that we kind of get this this villain who really ends up becoming a good guy um, where we could very much see her with the help of some something from the quantum realm, like get much better control of her power and then actually be using that more as a hero again. And so I, I really mm-hmm. like that because I think Ghost is a really interesting character. And I think that the the woman who played her did a really good job. Um, and so. Yeah, I feel like with the way they did do that with the, in terms of that plot point, it got stretched out a longer than it should have been, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, it is more like like these two sides that are seeking like the same technology and the use of the technology, but they're not cooperating mm-hmm. for for no reason yeah. that apparent for no apparent reason other yeah than other than feelings. people's prides yeah um, it's that these yeah. people refuse to talk it's and if they did kind of yeah. obnoxious um so that's like one of my problems with the overall plot but it didn't really affect the enjoyability mm-hmm. of the movie um yeah i think out what else 
Lewis is still an amazing character. Michael Pina's um, character. Yes. He's definitely the most funny member of the XCON crew. Um, and so and the casting feels pretty good all around. I definitely don't. I can't think of somebody that was from an acting perspective was bad. Young Hope. Mm. Granted, she only had like one line. It's just so. <laughs> like, of course he did, mommy. Yeah. Kind of like. Should have shot that a few more times. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really it. Like everyone else did great. Um, really handled their character as well. Um, Jimmy Woo. Yep. Who's what's the actor's name? Um, oh, right at the Randall end. Park. Um, who's the person? Seemed like yeah, Randall Park. Um, is Jimmy Woo at the end with his like pursuing him? Like, oh, I got him. Like because he has a feeling that Scott is Ant Man yeah. again or whatever in the suit, whatever. So he's like obviously still out on, you know, he's supposed to be under house arrest, and they're f- tricking the system somehow. So he shows up, and at the end he's like, oh get him out so like at the last day so they get him out of his house rest thing and like this little random thing it's oh it sounds like you want to ask me somewhere like no, no, it's why like, it's like see you later it's like oh are we going somewhere yeah. you're gonna like ask me to dinner or something it's like no but do you, i don't have plans yeah. do you want to go like it goes on for a little bit and then, and then at right as he's jimmy woo's leaving he's like but did you want it like come over for dinner do something sometime <laughs> I really hope he would have said yes. Like, like that's what I was hoping for. It's like this becomes this random yeah. friendship for Scott, like with his old FBI <laughs> retainer. <laughs> I don't think I have yeah. overall else too much to say. Um, it's a good movie. Go see it. Like, don't I mean, like we mentioned this on our actual um, episode 75. It, it is opening pretty or it did open pretty low in the box office, but go see it. It's a really good movie. Um, yeah, don't let that discourage you, especially if you're an MCU fan, just in general, like you should be seeing it. if you're listening to us, odds are you are. So or you skip through the movies entertainment segment every week because it's like 50 percent MCU news. But yeah. Um, oh, Stanley's cameo in this movie was this random fellow whose car gets accidentally gets mm-hmm. st- shrunk. <laughs> it's the. And he says something about the 60s. The 60s were fun, but I'm paying for it now, I think is how he said it. Now, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. And so it's a good little, it's a good cameo. And I, I really like how they're, I mean, like they've done it for 10 years. It's not like it's a surprise at this point, but I, I really like going into the movie and trying to like, and just seeing where the Stanley cameo is going to be. And yep. so. Just a little extra bit of fun in them. Um, when, we I, I was talking about this with my friends. Um, I kind of want so when uh, Stanley passes and they're still making Marvel movies, I hope they use like Deadpool with like Stanley mm-hmm. wig at in place of his cameo. Yeah, I mean they've just because like Stanley's cameo is like the self aware yeah. thing, and Deadpool is like the most self aware character like in terms of. And, the and I know that they Marvel filmed. Stuff a bunch of the cameos ahead of time. 
Right. And I think that's only yeah, through phase so, like, four. I, I was going to say, I don't know where the, the end of that is going to be. And so we'll have to see what's going to happen. Oh yeah. It's definitely down the road. And I hope it's a lot farther down the yeah. road than ever, but uh, than anything, but I think that's a good mm-hmm. filler to continue the tradition. But I think that's really all mm-hmm. we can talk about in terms of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, also, we should say Evangeline Lilly is just she has a fantastic job as the Wasp. Yeah. Although, like, I feel like some of her character develops a little weak. It's, well, I mean, I guess she's I think it's just that she's portrayed like she's supposed to be super mad at Scott. But really, the only thing she's really mad at is that she didn't get yeah. asked to go with. So she's like holding on to these like extra feelings just on behalf of yeah. her dad. <laughs> and I do feel like for it being on, on that, um, on it being Ant-Man and the Wasp, it, I wish that she would have had a lot more character growth. Like it very much feels yeah. like she is at this place. And, and like I said, this is kind of cool, but it's like her and her dad, they're working on this project. And then they, they essentially kidnap Ant-Man to help them or hit, kidnap Scott Lang to help them. And I, I get that. It would have been nice to see like, like um, Paul Run Scott Lang has some good character growth, but for it being titled Ant-Man and the Wasp, I wish they would have given us more for the Wasp, especially with this push that they're doing on the female characters. Yeah, I think, I mean, depending, I think from their perspective, like if they would have done more, like because they bring her in and she yeah. is just she's awesome. Yeah. Badass female. Awesome. And I think they wanted to maintain that, mm-hmm. especially in this one, that she's working independently now as just the wasp and trying to maintain that, that she doesn't right. need Scott. Like, and which can also weaken, like, obviously it weakens how you go about character yeah. development, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I agree. Um, I would have liked to see a little more from her more and more screen. Yeah, just more. But the, I mean, I feel like she starts in a good place and she ends in a good place. I just kind of feel like that was. Yeah, it's just like there's yeah. no development. It's like they're pretty close together with. Yep. But yep. I think that's all that we have for our Ant-Man and the Wasp spoiler cast. As always, you can find us on our podcast social media, which is one geek 411 at gmail.com um, or as one geek 411 on Twitter facebook and our playstation community or you can send us an email at 1stgeek411 at gmail.com um, you can also find us on our website onegeek411.com um, and you can rate and subscribe to us on itunes stitcher google podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to awesome podcasts and yeah you can also find us on our personal social medias i'm kimar Whittle. i'm not so foreign indiana is deanna 790 and also if you have seen this and we missed anything tune in let us know mm-hmm. we'll mention it in our f- listener feedback section in a future episode yep yeah either send us a message on on through like a dm um either through facebook or twitter or send us an email um obviously we we try to keep the actual spoilers on the facebook posts um as spoiler free as possible yeah. and so um but if we missed anything let us know <laughs>